Shut up and sit down. Got distracted by something terrible. Um, Our country is going down the toilet. Did you guys notice? Anyways. Anyways. Lady Holder, where are you? You're not on my board. Calling her out. Why aren't you on my board? Anyways, anyways, um, tonight we're going to talk about female characters, and um, <clears throat> this comes up from our last podcast, and um, I was uh, talking to Jilly, who has left her house again. I know, right? I know. She's a little worried herself. I'm just, you know, things aren't. But but we'll be careful. She'll be careful, surely. She'll be careful. Anyways, um, we were talking about um, characters and uh, especially female characters and um, their roles in the shows that we like and don't like. And uh, I talked about how I didn't like the character of Brody on NCIS – New Orleans, in fact, I stopped watching the show because of her. I also stopped watching NCIS because of Ziva. But, um, it was, you know, the thing is, is I I really enjoy a female character that is done well. Um, one of the best female characters on TV right now is, um, Elizabeth McCord on, um, Madam Secretary, uh, Taylor is doing an amazing job on that show, and it's fantastic. Um, if you've ever watched Scandal, uh, Carrie Washington is is awesome in in Scandal, and her and her uh, role as Olivia is 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 complex, and she's flawed, and she's she's just she's banging. I mean, just really, you know. So. It needs to be said that Scandal is written by a woman. Um, I'm not actually sure who is writing um, uh, Madam Secretary. Uh, But one of the biggest problems that we have in fandom is the um, inclination to uh, bash female characters. Um, And I do it. I am terribly unfond of Jennifer Keller, and I never, ever will be. Um, fond of her. Even when I write her in a way, in a, in a good light, it's just to get her out of the way because um, I don't like her. I don't like I love Jewel State, though, because she's she's an awesome actress, and she's really funny, and she's pretty, and she's talented. But I can't fucking stand Jennifer Keller. What? Mm. Mm. Oh. Just, oh. Um, and actually, I think that Jenny Weasley in Harry Potter is 
a waste of space in the book and in the movies. She's a total waste of space. There is nothing that happens to her character that couldn't have happened to somebody else. She has no purpose in the plot. You could remove her from the plot, give her actions to someone else, and no one would even stumble in the story. This is the definition of a non-essential character, and Jenny Weasley is non-essential. She has no genuine individual purpose. And you know what would have been really interesting? Interesting to the point of compelling if Lucius had given the diary to his own son, not realizing what would happen to his son. I, you know, the thing is, is I hated Jenny before she was... Um, now, somebody in the chat room said that we hate female characters who interfere with our, with our OTP. And mostly female characters are only love interests. I hated Jenny from the moment we met her in the train station before she was ever anybody's love interest. I hated her all through book two. She served absolutely no purpose to me. I was, oh, I hated her. I, just, I hated her from moment one. And the fact of the matter is, is that I wasn't particularly fond of Jennifer Keller uh, when I until I started writing her with Ronan. Um, and even then, I didn't like to watch the episodes where she was central because I hated her characterization. I hated the way they turned her into a um, a nerd fantasy. And, and it was obvious that the, the male writers on Stargate were indulging in some Firefly fan fiction, um, and it was really super annoying. So before she was ever really on McKay's radar, I hated her. And I don't have a problem um, rewriting um, canon, so I don't see any female character being in the way of my OTP. Because I do whatever the hell I want. Super not care. But it's easy to bash Jennifer Keller because she's so badly written. She's so shallow. Oh, Criminal Minds. Dr. Savina says that um, femme characters are either are, are either the pretty the, the pretty girl or the bitch, and that's one of the best things about Criminal Minds. And you're right. Criminal Minds has some of the best written female characters on television. They are complex. They are um, strong. They they make mistakes. They own their mistakes. They they push through. Um, and it's uh, it's really really good to see that. That's one of the reasons why I really like Madam Secretary because um, Elizabeth McCord is just really really awesome.
I love the actress that plays um, Jennifer Keller. That's why it's easy for me to kind of shift her and move her into a place where I can like her if I give her some depth because they didn't bother to give her any depth. Yeah, I totally have Lady Wood from Cord too. I mean, that's just not even. Um, I'm looking forward to Paget Brewster coming back to Criminal Minds. Um, I I hope they slaughter right into that role that um, Thomas Gibson has had for so long as the leader of the team, and it would just be amazing. Check out all that girl power. It would be awesome. I would fucking love it. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, so I so I hope that's what happens. Um, but. This conversation is also sparked because someone asked me on my site today um, why I write um, my focus on Hermione Granger in the the Harry Potter fandom. And um, the fact of the matter is, is that from the moment Hermione appeared in the book, I really connected with her personally. Um, She's. You know she's smart and she's a little awkward, and <laughs> she—you can tell she desperately wants to make friends, but she doesn't really know how. Um, and I remember what it's like to be a really smart person in a room and being resented for it. Um, I had those experiences in school. Um, I often um, knew the answers but didn't raise my hand because I knew it would get me grief. I would get so much grief. Um, so I wouldn't say anything um, until the teacher got frustrated with people who weren't answering it correctly and would call on me, and then I'd be compelled to answer it, and then I would still get dirty looks and um, get called the teacher's pet and all that stuff. So I really connected with Hermione from the very beginning and her love for books and her love for the library and um, – her her desire to follow the rules. I was a rule follower in school too. I mean, seriously, I was a rule follower. Um, I wasn't a hall monitor, but uh, I I liked order and peace and quiet and rules. You know, gave me order and I appreciated that. And so, um, and I just you know I just really connected with Hermione so uh so that's really I think why I find her eventual pairing with Ron Weasley so horrific because he's dumb and he has no ambition and he's he's lazy and he's inconsiderate and he's sullen and he's he's faithless and what the fuck what the fuck did Hermione deserve, do to deserve that? He found fault in all of her strengths. It... Lordy, lordy, lordy. And the fact is, is that Harry doesn't deserve her either. Because he's a little jackass too. But I can kind of tweak Harry and, and move him around a little bit and when I'm writing an, a, an AU and make him deserve a really strong, brilliant woman. Um, but I can't do that with Ron. I, I don't know how to do it. I mean, I've tried, and I have a few works in progress that you guys have seen where... Um, yeah, I've called her that before, that she's Ron's participation trophy. Um, 
yes, Ron was consistently like that through the books. In fact, even in the last book, he throws a temper tantrum and abandons them during the war. Goes home where he's safe and fed, and they're practically starving to death in the woods. So as bad as he is in the first three books, and he's a really selfish little kid in the first three books, he becomes an intolerable, faithless adult. It's really annoying. It's really annoying. So, um, I don't know. I just, um... Oh no. Lady holds on the phone after I shamed her <coughs> because she wasn't here when I started. Let's see what kind of excuse she has for that. I'm cooking well, dinner. Oh, she's I'm cooking, cooking dinner. dinner. I cooked fried chicken this evening and it was banging. Well, yeah. that's lovely. I fucked over. Um I am trying to do Spaghetti, actually. I've got most of it done, but I just got to get the noodles finished. Then I can serve myself up some spaghetti. So. That's interesting. You mean you you cook your sauce and meat first? Um, The sauce technically was already done. Yeah. It was canned. It just needs to be warmed up. Yeah. Um, But the meat is... Um, hot Italian sausage, so mm-hmm. it got browned, and then uh, the sauce was poured on top of it, and it was let to sink for itself for a while, because I want the two flavors to meld pretty well, and then the um, noodles are cooking, actually they're done, and uh, I will pour the noodles out, get the... Um, Get them mostly rum, basically, so I don't have lots and lots of water in them. And then uh, put the sauce on top and sit there and try and eat quietly so I don't Dinner. have slipping. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And some of this is going to be lunch in the morning. <laughs> yes. And she does make um, her sauce. Probably from scratch. Actually, her husband makes her sauce from scratch, and they can uh-huh. it. So they have a project where they yes. build where they build their sauce in a big giant pan and then they can the sauce. Oh my god. The last time we did sauce, we I bought two five gallon buckets. Cleaned them thoroughly. That way they were they were ready for actual food. And put the 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 cooked and um unprocessed sauce went into one bucket. And the processed sauce went into another. By the way, the unprocessed sauce was also in the biggest bowl we had in the house. And, and it, um, yeah, we had too much sauce. I had, I think at that point, 30 quarts. I've still got probably about 20. And that was last I year. I called during that procedure the last time um, they did it. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? And she said uh, she was... Were you smushing tomatoes and she had like five bushels or something? I don't know. Craziness. Yeah, um, we tend to buy them. We tend to buy them by the pound, which means when we do this, we start counting in tens of pounds. Um, 
I think we're up at 70 pounds this time. And no, I'm not looking at the board, so I don't know what chat's doing. But yeah, 70 pounds of tomatoes, something like 10 pounds of onions. Barbara's and bragging about and some of your sauce. She she has had some of my sauce. And I haven't. I I think because there was some noise about you getting some stuff for Christmas that some of my sauce will probably make it into your Christmas basket. Yay! So is it hot? Yeah, hot. I can't handle hot. No, no, it's actually not. Um, There's nothing spicy in here in the sauce itself. Um, What spicy is the fact that I put. hot salami in or hot Italian or not salami but hot Italian sausage in mine because I like the flavor. Uh, you can put you can put the regular stuff in and it works just fine. Well and we've Melody actually, asked um how long does sauce last? Um my grandmother used to can. Um she would can twice a year. Um and it really honestly depends on what you're canning. Um some things last um, longer. Let's see, I've got, the sauce I've got in my pantry right now is from June 14th uh, to 2015. So, so far it's over a year old. But, I mean, my grandma kept canned food up to three years. I mean, it really, Um, you know. But sometimes if you let it, if if you wait as long as you can, when you finally open it, it is so good, like sauerkraut. Oh, my God. Oh my That's god! Nasty. Shut up! I, I never understood. You. Lots of things. <laughs> not one of them. <laughs> I'm not a fan of sauerkraut. Um, I don't understand. That's probably, uh, I don't understand. I do, but you know, I hey, think about it this way: if we were walking into a restaurant that had sauerkraut, I would order it and hand it to you. Okay. I could eat it right out of the jar. Just so you could have, but. I have to tell you, for those of you who really like sauerkraut, um, I I made the mistake of buying this um, this this particular su- kind of sauerkraut, and now I can't eat anything else but it. I bought some cans because I couldn't find the other, um, and it was disgusting. I, I was like, "What? Just no, I can't even." <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I've got. I probably should throw them out just because I know exactly how old they are because I label everything. But I made pickled eggs for the husband, and they've been in there for long enough that nothing's bulging, but if he ate them, his head would probably explode. <laughs> what, now, what well, about the fish? Huh? Barbara told me to ask you about the fish. Oh, I don't eat fish. Why am I asking about fish? I don't know Shawnee, why she wants to ask you fish. about fish. Did, did Sean... Okay, I'm... Mm. Yeah, what the hell, mine as well. That's okay, I can live. Um, himself... I, is, I know. And I never okay, call I him that, um, ever. <laughs> I know. My husband will eat fish. To the point where... Um, well, my family will go, and let's see, there's my sister, her husband, her kid, my folks, and the two of us. So there's seven people, okay? We'll go to a restaurant, 
and we went to a Benihana style place within the last year. Mm-hmm. Six people ordered fish. <laughs> I ordered steak. <laughs> Barbara just wanted because to talk about your, your aversion to fish. Oh, God, that's just nasty. It stinks like hell and it's gross. I would have gone to Joe's Crab Shack with you, Barbara, but we never got around to it. Just, and I, here's the thing. I don't mind if people eat it in front of me. I just can't stand the flavor. So I've been trolling my husband. Would you like to hear how? Oh, God, please tell me how. How have you been trolling your husband? This is really fun. Okay, so whenever he tells me he's going to do something, I, I give him permission to do it. Okay. This is important. This is he'll tell me what he's going to do. I say, okay. okay, yeah, you can do that. And the first time I did it, he goes, I don't need your permission. I said, well, you've already oh. got it. If, if I rescind my permission, then we have to talk about it because that's the rule. <laughs> and, he, and he stormed off. So now every once in a while... He'll say, I'm going to go do something. I'll say, yeah, you can do that. And he'll pause and give me a dirty look and walk away. Because we have a rule. If I want to do something and he doesn't want me to do, we have to talk about it. And vice versa. That's a, that, that's a marriage rule. Um, <laughs> so I haven't been giving him permission to do the things he was already going to do. And he can't. <laughs> and once he got so irritated, he didn't even do it. Oh, and he went back downstairs and didn't leave. <laughs> <sighs> That's just evil. Oh God, no! That would be that would be cause for divorce, demand. That would be no. You may not, and we need to have a discussion. And I've made an appointment with a psychologist for you. Amen, sister. Because that would demonstrate a level of self-hatred in my husband um, that that would require <laughs> psychiatric um, inter, um, intervention. Uh-huh. Oh, man. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He'd be in a, um, 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 he'd be in a nut house. He would totally mm-hmm. be in a nut house. Um. And maybe me too, because maybe I'm having auditory hallucinations. <laughs> yeah, that that photo I just posted up, which um, is on my um, Facebook wall. Didn't show up. Um, I got oh, a blank well, screen. Shit, Marie. Bastard. Okay. Shit, Marie. What? <laughs> you heard me. Shit, Marie. I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> That's okay, because um, my husband asked me if I'd gotten um, um, the dishwashing liquid that, that I went to the store for. It's all I went to the store for. I came back with four things, and neither, neither one of them was the dishwashing liquid. And um, he asked me, him, he sent me, he asked me if I'd gotten the Dawn. And I was like, and I responded back, fuck a duck. <laughs> I've said that one. I said that one a couple times. I didn't realize that one. You know, I really should remember to actually go through and pull all the recipes out of my 
sweaty timeline because some of these look really good. And I put them in for later use and yeah, damn it. Somewhere in here, I got them in December. Um, I posted up a picture of, or at least a set of pictures of what the husband um, did with this last round of, of um, tomatoes, and I'm looking for it because I at least know the date-ish that I did it. Anywho. Okay, so some sources Hmm. say canned tomato sauce at home can last a year. Some say it's two. I've had stuff that, so long as as everything is not bulging or turning funny colors, it's fine. Because (laughs) these are clear glass containers. You know, if it starts turning funny colors, it gets dumped. Okay, I've never had anything bulge. And given that I home can and I actually, I probably over can or over time it to make sure that it's canned correctly because, well, it's a home canning, but it basically sits in my pantry in the dark. Did he make a tomato cannon? No. And we're not telling him to do that either because he already gets wildly fascinated by pumpkin chunking and I'm not doing that one either. Oh, apparently, for those of you who are very interested in canning your own tomato sauce, you need to make sure your pH is 4.5 or above um, to avoid botulism. I don't even know how to check that anymore. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But if you use vinegar or lemon in your sauce, you're going to be fine. Tomato itself doesn't have enough acid to increase the pH to 4.5, which can cause botulism if you're not careful. Um, huh. Just be careful. Haven't told me yet. Okay. Well, I'm trying to remember what's in this thing. Um, a shit ton of garlic, among other things. Hmm. Let's see. The I do the hot water canning. And it pretty much stays in there for between 15, 15 and 20 minutes, and, just, and it's at a rolling boil. And it's only when it's at a boil that it actually starts getting timed. So, yeah. Now, I've been looking at recipes online, and if you look up a recipe online, you guys, most of them include lemon juice, which is probably why, for the pH thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the water bath. And, um, mm-hmm. But... Some say two years, some say one year. Just, um, I guess, play it by <laughs> nose. Yeah, because I, I opened mine up and it was just fine. Then again, I'm used to eating this stuff. So, you know, it's, um, it doesn't bulge. It's, also, it's all the correct things colors. you don't want to look up online, um, well, isn't pectin supposed to be used in jams and jellies? I don't think it's supposed to be used in vegetables mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Why would you put pectin in vegetables? I don't think you do. I think you put it in fruits. Yeah. Um, so pectin's just used for fruits, I'm pretty sure. Because my, my grandma used to do that. Um, she would um, can peaches and apples and pears 
and blackberries. Oh my God, I miss her blackberry jam so mm-hmm. much. It has seeds in it, and you can't really find blackberry jam with seeds in it anymore. And oh, it was so good. Like you want to slap somebody. Anyways, I'm not getting in range of you if I hand you blackberry jam. You might not to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, who the hell would want tomato jelly? Although that company oh. where I buy that, that Stonewall, they make a tomato jelly. They also make a garlic something jelly. I don't even know what what, what you guys are gonna do with that stuff. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Mm-mm. No. Uh uh. No no okay. tomato preserve. That reminds me of my aunt. This is um Aunt Holy Roller. Like tomato gravy. <laughs> Which is like a basic um, uh, like a flour gravy with tomatoes. Basically, oh, a, uh-uh. a flour and milk gravy. You start with a roux, it's butter and um, flour, and then you add I'm milk. A disgusted baby face. And then she would add chopped tomatoes. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. That's what she does. It's terrible. It is terrible. My mom, my mama eats it too. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Why would you, why would you mess up a perfectly good gravy? Why don't you put some sausage in it? <laughs> At this point, I'm more asking, where's the the beef um, thing that that came off of, so that way it it has some oomph to it. No, we're talking about you know, chicken sausage gravy. What's wrong with oh, you? Oh, I'm, oh, you're not I'm southern. Sorry. Okay. Hell no. No, I'm also indiscriminate when it comes to my meals. Pot roast does just as well for breakfast as it does for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I meant breakfast, like sausage and biscuits, gravy. You can, you can that have gravy. that because that but one... But instead of using sausage, one, tomatoes. And it's terrible. Terrible. Yeah, no. But then these are also the me. same women who eat fried green tomatoes for breakfast. So there's just no. I'll try it. My uh-huh. parents, um, actually, my parents actually tried fried green tomatoes at the house. I liked it. It doesn't Some do any. Do. Um, I don't. Um, I don't know. My husband loves them. Well, remember how I said that you know for meals I'm well, rather indiscriminate. He can't be trusted. He eats grits? Shrimp and grits. Or he... Technically, apparently, that's a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. It's a I... terrible thing. <laughs> the only time no, grits have entered my good. house... <laughs> yeah, um... There's a lot wrong with the last grits. Time... Yes, the last time grits entered my house, I used... I poured them down an anthill so the little bastards exploded. Grits are terrible. Grits, grits are, are absolutely gross. terrible. I don't need it's just great corn I mean (laughs) and here's the thing my sister loves them she thinks they're great alright if she can actually get her hands on really good grits she'll sit there and eat them and just make num nummy noises ooh she can have my grits. I don't want any. Ugh. It is a it is a well, grossness. But I really like oatmeal. 
I like oatmeal. Um, okay. I don't like cream. Lavinia, um, hang on. Uh, she's asking what are grits. Grits are a corn product that is typically found, uh, ground to a fine, um, light meal uh, texture and then cooked with water, salt, and butter. Pardon me, and, and butter until the, it's this creamy, sloppy thing that if you get it on any portion of your skin will stick like God, God's own truth and hurt. And people will, will then serve it up. It's almost like polenta before it actually gets congealed. Um, and then people will doctor it with either sugar, salt and pepper, more butter, added fixings, or like the rest of us, pour it back in the, in the um, uh, pot and hand it back to the person. <laughs> it is a hot cereal. It is made a hot cereal. Corn. It is a hot cereal made with ground corn. I had somebody try their Unbaked to get me to eat that <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, Barbara. <laughs> but it is more like polenta, only a little grittier. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's coarse. It's a coarse polenta, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, no. It's terrible, and it and it is served all day long in the mm-hmm. South. Um, if if you go any into any restaurant in the South, it says Southern on the title. Grits will be featured heavily across the menu. That and biscuits, yes. and there's nothing wrong uh, with biscuits. Biscuits are fine. I like biscuits, but I swear to God, the last time the the lady who tried her damnest to get hold to get me to eat this stuff, she she served it to me. And I looked at my kid sister, and she went, give it here. And I said, it's all yours. And the the lady in question is like, you're not going to get anything else for breakfast. It's like, I'll starve. I'm not hungry. Not after that stuff. I love Cracker yeah. Barrel. Oh, take me to a Cracker Barrel. We got them out here. <laughs> we got them out here. They're, they're okay. I do like oatmeal. I don't like cream of wheat, and I don't like um, cream of rice. No. Okay, that one's a new one. Those are the rice flake things, right? Cream it's of rice? Food? It's basically, it, no, it's uh-huh. basically just cream of wheat. It's rice instead of wheat. <laughs> no. Um, I like steel-cut oatmeal that's been cooked in a really nice um, apple juice with a little bit of vanilla added. And then you just let it you know, cook and basically taste like um, apple pie. If you're in the South and they offer you something you don't know what it is, say no. <laughs> you don't want to know what some of the things you might eat are. Damn it. Just say no. It's the safer option, yeah. If <clears throat> you're in a restaurant that isn't a chain and <laughs> you're offered a hamburger, make sure that it's beef. Make sure it moves. <laughs> Do I want to know what it might otherwise be? Ass. If you Do I want to know what it might otherwise be? Been? Up like, uh, it could be anything. It could be emu. It could be bison. It could be deer. Bison um, fine. No, it wouldn't be roadkill, I not think, in a real restaurant. Um, <laughs> depending on your, your area in, in the world, there are possibly it is a real restaurant. I have to follow, man. <laughs> I'm 
I'm not pretty yeah, good. I think bison too gamey. I don't like. I don't like bison. Um, if you're in Tennessee, say um, like anywhere near like Pigeon Ford Forge or um, where Dollywood is, wherever that is. Um, mm-hmm. and you go into a restaurant that's not a national chain, and you see some that you see things on the menu that kind of look familiar but they're not like you know for instance i went into a restaurant once that served bear i'm not kidding they had Mm -hmm. bear on their menu they had fucking bear on their menu like the big furry things that like to eat hikers yes oh god well okay then mountain oysters Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I'll those are balls. On that one. I know what that those, is. Those are yes, testicles. Are. Um, yes, and depending, and and it honestly depends on what species you're getting at that point. Sweet bread. If you're offered sweet bread in the house oh, in the south, Ron. you say no. You just say nope, no. Nope, 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 nope. Because sweet bread is not a dessert, and it is not bread. It's not sweet it is either. Bread. It's brain. It's, it's organ and lymph and, and stuff that is just grody. It's brains. <laughs> okay, Spike, you're sweet and everything, and I know you like brains, but I like my brains to still be talking to me and not on my plate. Okay? Ugh. No. That's if you're in no. the South, go to a restaurant and they offer you squirrel. That's not a metaphor. It's really squirrel. <laughs> it may have been up a tree earlier that day. Uh, but there are awesome no. things you can eat in the South, too. Chicken and dumplings is amazing. We have great fried chicken. We have the best barbecue you'll ever have in your whole life in the South. Um, Rocky Mountain oysters are pig balls, right? And they're they're testicles, dear. Well, yeah, they're testicles, but I'm pretty sure they're pig testicles. Chicken fried steak is amazing. It's usually beef. (laughs) My husband is very happy with chicken fried steak. (sighs) Biscuits and gravy. Bull testicles. Bull. Really? Is it bull? Um, because when well, what's the pig? Because they sell pig ones too. And if you go into a gas station in the south, don't look too closely to the big jarred pickle things on the counter. Oh, you mean the pickle pig seat? What well, and chicken? Yeah. There's a video my family has that will absolutely get my mother laughing. To the point where she cried so hard her contacts almost fall out. Because we went to a um, Chinese food restaurant in San Francisco, and this was not one of the uh, touristy ones. This was this was one of the local ones, and um, they had the, the menu in um, Chinese, and they had the menu in English, and the English menu had all the standards. And then there was this one thing that it was still in English, and Mom looked at it, and it was on the side for the people who were not, you know, the tourists. 
And she looked at it, and she went, okay, I'll try that. And she ordered it, and it came. I'm truly thinking that Azure has put this thing up where a bunch of uh, Irish people try foods that they really shouldn't have. And one of the things they tried was uh, chicken feet. No. And my mom – oh, yeah. Yeah, I've I've watched that one. Um, My mom did her best to try this, and – she tried, and she, she put it in her mouth, and she chewed for a couple seconds and basically fell out laughing because it was just too bizarre, and they really, really, really looked like chicken feet. And it was really, really gross. Now, I'll eat the hell out of tripe, though. I ain't going to lie. I will eat the hell out of beef tripe. Stop me. I will fry that stuff yeah, up sure. and eat it all day long. Don't get in the you way, better though. Better you than me. I'll I'll take the steak. You can have the tripe. I don't like liver, but I do enjoy no chitlins. No, I can't even be in the neighborhood of somebody cooking chitlins. If you ever walk into a southern person's house and you smell something that smells suspiciously like a dead body, it's probably chitlins or a dead body. It's because it Either is a way, dead body. you should turn around and run. <laughs> Totally and without, you know, just go. Save your sanity. Run for the hills. <laughs> you don't ask any questions. You just turn around and you leave. They smell like the ass of a dead body. That is exactly what chitlins smell like. Oh, my God. The closest I get to actual liver is um, mom, when I was a kid, liked Braunschweiger, which is a type of sausage, I guess. And that's a liver pate. And that's about as close as I've ever come to actually liking liver. I hate gizzards, too. They don't stink, but I don't like them. I used to, um, no, no. My grandma used to deep fried gizzards. Ugh, gross. Are we talking about the thing that has the the stones in it that come out of chickens and stuff? Or are we talking about all the, the random bits it's of organ that... Yeah, 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 it's chicken okay. lizards. Cooking with balls. <laughs> of course you have a link for that, Barbara. Of course you do. Cooking <laughs> with balls. No. The other person, Put my foot down. The other person I would have expected it to have would have been, been uh, Azure. <sighs> Cooking with balls. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yep, yep, yep. Just absolutely the grittiest thing. Now, my favorite type of barbecue. Um, I think that just basically works out to a yes for me. <laughs> I'm going to go with actually with, with with pulled pork. I fucking love pulled pork. Oh, oh. Mm, it's okay. Mm. We have this place that smokes it for 24 hours. Oh, my God. Oh. Mm. It melts in your mouth. Oh, I love pig. 
<laughs> Pig's perfect. <laughs> I... Pigs are perfect like... because they don't even eat shoes like your dog would. Yes, but the problem is that sometimes you want them to eat the shoes. Yeah. Just take the shoes with yeah. you. There's a thing. Yeah. I also like um, ribs. Um, I especially like oh, yeah. uh, um, ribs that were dry rubbed. I don't like a wet sauce. I like a dry rub and a smoke. Oh, so good. <clears throat> so good. <clears throat> okay. So... And yes, I know I'm really loud. I'm sorry. Yes, they will um, eat your foot. The pig will. How, how far behind is the chat room? I mean, how, I wonder how far behind um, the lag is on the, because these guys are responding to things we said minutes ago. I know. Okay, so I'm just on curious. my timeline. No. Maybe, maybe like thirty seconds. Probably. Yeah. So I just put up on my back up on my timeline a post that I originally wrote June 14, 2015 that actually because I took pictures of the whole tomato sauce uh thing. Let's see. And paste and let's see if that works. But it actually has all of the, the stuff we used. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of sauce. <laughs> yeah, they're about 30 seconds behind us. Yeah. Um, I actually put the full recipe up on there. Yeah. Um, so the, <laughs> for the one for a year and a half ago, it was 86 pounds of tomatoes. <clears throat> Uh, yeah. It's ridiculousness. I'm a non-con fan. She says she's never tried a McRib. It seems wrong. Also creepy. Almost creepy. Yes. I'm with you. That's just gross. Um... Are we going to keep talking about female characters and making we, them actually strong, or are we going to keep gossiping? We probably should. Okay, let's go back to that. Because it, it kind of, I was thinking about it when I saw the um, the title for this. I realized I really don't write very many female characters, and one of the last ones I wrote, I made her batshit. <laughs> so... um List some of your favorite female characters. Give me one. Aaron's son. 
Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Aaron Swim will forever and always be a, a, um, a, a strong female character I enjoy. Um, if we're going to go movies, uh, into the movies, I will say uh, Guinevere from um, the King Arthur universe. Um, I like Hermione because, well, she managed to be a badass in a, in a world where she really wasn't supposed to. Um, get better. I feel better. As hope, I hope everything feels better soon. Okay. Um, hmm. Other female characters, um, I like Sam Carter for the most part. Uh, she tended to piss me off, not because, um, well, because she took credit for stuff that, that Daniel, Daniel said. And, yeah, uh, the mad comments about Honor Harrington, if we're going literary, yes, Honor is definitely a, a character I will get behind. Um, Pepper Potts, yeah, she's got she's got some some. Well, in the the movie verse, she's got some oomph. Um, I stopped watching TV too too soon. <laughs> uh, I watched the latest MacGyver. I'm with you. I think the the second female character in there, the, their second Riley. Type, um. Riley will <clears throat> hopefully be able to keep up. River Tam is definitely something. Um, speaking of uh, Firefly, uh, I can't remember her name. The XO. Uh, Zoe. That's Zoe Washburn. Washburn, yeah. Mm. How was I watching? No, no, that one. Um, I don't know. There's there's so few female characters that inspire and um, I guess push, you know, because most of them are unfortunately designed to be either arm candy or propping up a guy that it's ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> Um, Mar- uh, Margaret Hoolahan, um, Hot Lips on um, MASH, because she basically told the guys to stick it and made them. Um, <laughs> hmm. Hmm. In some ways, um, I like Caitlin Todd. That one's a pretty much definite. Um, let's see. I liked Ivanova on Babylon 5. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, oh, what is her name? Delenn. Delenn. I liked um, Ivanova more. Okay, well, I like both of them, but, you know. 
Um, Catherine Willis at CSI. I hate to say it's Kate too, but she was growing up, but she didn't get a chance, and that kind of pissed me off. I um, like Julia Sugarbaker, but I think I like Mary Jo better on Designing Women. Julia Sugarbaker, she stood up and made you pay attention to her. Van from Farscape, what do you think? I liked her. Okay. But Aaron was my favorite on that show. Oh, yeah. Yes, she was. I liked Taylor. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't like Elizabeth. That might be why I, I wrote her as being batshit. I liked um, the first Elizabeth. I hated the second. Yeah, the first Elizabeth was was definitely worth it. Xena. Um, um, I never watched Xena. Is, is is that a sin? In Neither did I. Okay. Um, <laughs> At least we're in the same hellboat if, if it's a sin. Xena <laughs> is. She had a lot of things going for her. She had Gabby, who just apparently is whiny, whiny thing. But whatever. Let's see. And you know who we we, we also missed? Leia Organa Solo. In the end. <laughs> Hey, I liked her. Okay. <laughs> you can. I can. I just gave her, I just gave her permission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and how much attention do I pay to you giving me permission most days? Mm-hmm. Too late. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, will be for me. Let's see. Um, you never watched Andromeda, did you? I did. Even though Kevin Sorbo okay. motherfucker. Did I say that? Yes, you did. I won't mind. Um... What did I say about science fiction? That most of the, the guys, or most of the people in it, are guys, and the women are just decoration. And I can't think of strong ones. Okay, how about telling me a um, female character that you like to write? I don't. How's that for ridiculous? <laughs> 
actually, the one char- female character I like to write is an OC. Okay. And she's mine. And she showed up in the um, the one where I have everybody turning, or at least all the AT uh, active people, turning into either, um, you know, um, canines or felines. And it mm-hmm. was, um, I think I put her rank as MS1, uh, MS Specialist First Class. Uh, I can't remember what I put her first name, but her last name was Cooper. And <laughs> the reason I did that, oh, yeah, I did write about uh, Mrs. King, yes. Um, she, she, Amanda King is definitely a strong character and I liked her, but, um, I actually structured that original character after a whole bunch of people I knew in the Navy. So, um, a strong character as well, who didn't have much time to be strong. Shari from uh, SG1. The books ruined her she, for me. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, the books were not cool. I, I tend to forget wholeheartedly that I read them. Because otherwise I... Mm. Hmm. <laughs> you know who the other one I like out of um, fan fiction is the glimpses we've had of your Bella. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. I don't, I don't know what to do with her. I get so annoyed every time I every the Hobbit because there's no fucking women in it, and it really annoys me. You know, I'm 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 enjoying the glimpses that we've gotten of her because I think you know, she's I can see her picking up a, a cast iron fry pan and beating the hell out of Thorn with it. And I just I laugh every time. Hmm. Um Yeah, it's writing women in in science fiction when the women don't. I mean, they in some cases, even in established shows where they've been there forever and ever and ever, some of the women have less background than cute. And in um, oh M, definitely M. Um, but they she has more background in almost scenes than Q does. You know how is that possible? You know, but we still would rather write Q than we would any female character. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> we've spent an hour, we did half of it on gossip, and I can't talk about women in, in <laughs> fandom because, fuck, I don't have anything. <laughs> Honestly, this is probably definitely a show where where Jilly would have had more to say. <laughs> she probably. had a lot to say about female characters. 
Mm. Well, I'm, I'm coming up with, with, with female characters is, is difficult for me at this point because I'm actually, you know, whatever. I don't read uh, much. Oh, oh, hold on. Where hold on. I'm reading for the female um, characters. Non can. Um, I uh, every year. Um, I host um, an event on LiveJournal for myself um, called Evil Author Day, and a whole bunch of authors have been participating, and it, it happens on um, February 15th every year, and I have some stories where I gender-flipped um, Bilbo and made him a girl and named her Bella, <clears throat> and mm-hmm. um, I have uh, the Shield Maiden of Erebor and Beads on Her Feet, and... Um, they're both on um, my live journal community called Evil Author Day. <clears throat> there we go. Um, yeah, I think they're great. What I was going to say, though, is, uh, and I was, <laughs> even though I can't actually, um, without going through every single fandom I know, pick out the, the female characters I like. Um, I have to say that when it comes to writing them, I don't want to write them like the, the showrunners do, okay, where they are there to be scenery, okay, or, um, you know, the, the foil to the, the, the boy's awesomeness, okay, Um I want them to actually, you know, um, to actually be a part of the action, to actually do something. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why when I did the the story I did with um, with the switching of uh, the ATA characters over to being animals, um, a lot of the, the characters who move and shake in there are female. Okay. And yeah, there's a lot of, of stuff with the guys and you're in their head through my, throughout most of it. But in a lot of cases, they are reacting to what the women around them are doing. And it's on the wings of unexpected change. And it's um, I don't I don't like wimpy women in, in fic. If I'm gonna read something, I want the all the characters to actually stand up and and be recognized. Yeah. So. Apparently, I caused somebody to stay up late. Hot damn. (laughs) What was that all about? Okay, let's see. Um, Tamora Pierce has really good characters, yeah. I I read fan fiction with that one. I don't get bashed for writing Slash. Um, so much as I get, 
when I first started writing um, the Het series, Harry Potter and the Soulmate Bomb, I start, when I started putting those out, um, I got some, oh, God, why are you writing that? And, but it was very minimal, and and it wasn't bashing. It was more like, oh, really? You, you, you're going to do that now? <laughs> and then worry. Oh, my God, you're not going to stop writing Slash, are you? You're not going to abandon the start. Yeah, you, want, you? You, wandered, you wandered over into this section, and we don't understand, but can you explain it to us? And so there was no bashing for decent. me. Um, I don't get much. Um, the, the, I, I get more crap from, from Het readers, honestly, about not writing more Het than anything else. And they don't actually mention my slash. Um, more often, it's just, why are you wasting your time on Facebook? <laughs> and fuck you, I like Facebook. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, but, uh, or as I've been calling it this week, bitch face, but that's something, you know, mm-hmm. entirely separate. Um, but uh, I imagine on on the whole, you know, slash um, writers do get a lot of grief. And I think it really depends on the fandom. I see, you know, there's a lot of crap in the NCIS fandom. And I see a lot of crap in the Harry Potter fandom on fanfiction.net. Well, the fact There's a reason is some of us call that says, place the pit. Dark says, in general, fandom and fan fiction and female geeks are looked down on for a lot of things. Um, they are, um, but let me lay some some girl wisdom on you. Um, <clears throat> men will use any excuse to put a woman in an inferior position. The the men that are going to do that are going to do that regardless. So they'll find something about you to make you inferior in their mind. Not all men do this, but the men who do it, they're just looking for an excuse. So it doesn't matter if you're a gamer or if you're writing fan fiction or if you're writing slash or if you're wearing a short skirt because that makes you a whore, or if you're sexually promiscuous, or you're not putting out, or you're ambitious at your job, and you've got the promotion over them, they're going to find a reason. Or you're more intelligent than them, or you're more articulate than them, or whatever. Or you're so completely out of their league that they're not even in the same room with you. Whatever it is, Mm -hmm. they're going to find something to put you in an inferior place in their mind. It doesn't matter what it is. So you do you. You know, and honestly, um, if I have one piece of advice for really young women is listen, listen to our amazing and beautiful Helen Marin. When she said if she could do anything differently, she would have learned to say fuck off a lot younger. Say it and mean uh-huh. it. Fuck, fuck off. Because yep. most of these motherfuckers aren't worth the time of day. And don't give them your time. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> <clears throat> because she's our North Star, Dame Helen. Oh, yes, she is.
just fuck you and fuck off. I'm serious because, you know, unless you're, you know, the only reason that you swallow it, and I mean that in any way you'd like to take it, ladies, um, is because you're getting paid to. Yep. If there's somebody in your life that does not benefit you, and they're giving you shit. Is this bastard paying your bills? No, fuck off. <laughs> I mean it. I'm I'm I mean it. Mm-hmm. If he's not paying your bills, he ain't got shit to say. <clears throat> don't don't get me started. <laughs> Too late. I know, right? <laughs> and that's what <laughs> I want to read and see from a woman on T V and in books and I'm like, you know what? Talk to the hand, motherfucker. Come on now. The thing, there was an article I read recently. Look, a lot of times the only thing a man can do to make him tolerable is to pay your bills. Actually, (laughs) shutting up helps too. But um, yeah, but they don't. But they can't be quiet. Men can't be quiet. So you just you just have to work with it. Work with them. What I was going to say is one of the um, one of the, I read an article recently about um, female staffers in the White House and how they worked to make sure that they were heard, and they did this by if one woman said something, another woman would pick it up, and another woman would pick it up until basically the and course give that could not be credit over and over again. Yes, yes. You know, so, you know, Kira said this with these points and so forth and so on. And then the next person down the line, as, you know, such and such said, Kira said this and this and that and the other. And, yeah. And lo and behold, it worked. All right. Now, depending on your workspace, hey, get all the women together and see if you can use it. But. You know, it's it's ridiculous that we have to do it. It's ridiculous that I saw an article today that um, the orange Cheeto from hell got twice the talk time that the other candidate did. All right. I don't know if it's because he has a penis or just because he's the orange Cheeto from hell uh, in, in last night's debate. But, you know, just... Being female in public should not be a detriment. You know, and if you have to do the subversive thing of starting to put it into fiction that women are respected and listened to and competent and all the things that we admire in male characters so that way it slowly but surely spreads, well, then I will put in all of that and the above to make sure that somewhere down the line no girl looks at a a female character on TV and goes, I've got no feelings for you. You're forgettable. Or worse, I hate you because you're weak. Yes. 
Unless, of course, she's actually actively written to be that way, in which case I hope all the other female characters actually have a backbone. But, you know, still, it's a legitimate beef. Well, you know, and I don't want, you know, a lot of, there have been times in the past where I actually had a male commenter um, come, you know, message me in private and ask me why I hate men. I don't hate men. <laughs> I love a man. And I especially love a cock, just to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, that's the best thing a man's got going. <laughs> I'm not, well, I'm not kidding. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Uh, Dick first, everything Barbara else commented, later. Yeah, Barbara commented that her daughter, who has worked political campaigns, presents her ideas and her um, everything that she does like the men around her do. And it gets a lot of people's backup because she's not being traditionally female. And Barbara's daughter is, she's one of those little tiny action-packed people who, well, at least for me, who doesn't sit still unless she's sleeping. Um, And she just goes. And I totally get why she's, um, why some of the men that she works with are less than thrilled with her because she'll look you right in the eye as as you talk to her. She doesn't look away. She's very calm. She's very level in how she talks to people. And it gets people's back up because we're not used to seeing a woman um, talk to people like that. And that's... that's I used to get in so much trouble when I I worked outside my home um, because I don't let people... I never let men talk over me. Mhm. Um. I remember being in a meeting. I was twenty six or twenty seven. And you know, I have this little girl voice. And um, oh yeah. For those of you who aren't aware of it, I'm sporting a double D over here. Um. And that was a cute little thing, just right out of college, a couple years out of college. Um, and um, I'm in my first serious job, and uh, I'm, I'm in a meeting, and um, there's a guy who's about two years older than me. He, um, he's in the meeting, too. And he was hired about three weeks before this happened, and he didn't know me. I'd been there about a year. Um, he was unaware of me, and that was his boss's fault. His boss didn't realize um that he needed to be um, educated before he ended up in a meeting with me. Um, and my boss could see this coming a mile away, and he just he just sat back and let it happen. And he just literally let it happen. And um, <laughs> this boy, this fetus, um, he says, well, you know, I don't think you're right, and I think we need to do it this way. I said, no, you're wrong. 
we're doing it this way because it's my department, it's my task, it's my job, and this is how I want it done. And I want you to do this, this, and this, and this, and I want you to build this server over here, and I want it to have this, 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 and this. And I listed all the things, and he goes, you're really too aggressive. He just said it out in the middle of the, of the room. You're really too aggressive. Are you stupid? And I said, you really need to grow a pair. <laughs> and I was the only woman in the room, by the way. And my boss, he just he just put his pen down. He looked around the room and he said, "Look, son, there are a lot of people in this building who spend money. You're currently having a conversation with one of the few people in this building who make money. Just give her what she wants. It'll be easier for everybody." <laughs> And his mouth is just slowly dropping open, right? He's like, but, he goes, no. He goes, and really, you probably do need to grow a pair. He goes, look at her. She's five foot four. <laughs> he said, if you can't handle a woman her size being aggressive with you, you got problems. Meeting over. I was oh. like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> He told me I was too aggressive in the middle of a meeting with 15 other men, and I was the only woman in there. That's probably because he thought they would all back him up. Okay? Because they all have penises. Yeah, but they had all been schooled by the time that meeting took place. Because the first time one of them talked over me in a meeting, I called him on it. Because it happened, I've been there about three weeks, um, and he talked over me in the meeting. I said, excuse me. He stopped talking. I said, um, I don't know about you, but um, one of the things I learned in college was civility. I was speaking, and when an adult is speaking, you don't interrupt them. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't finished speaking. I'll let you know when I'm mm-hmm. done. And he complained to our boss, and he said, well, you did talk over her. What did you expect yeah. her to do? Accept it and, and quiet down and, and be back in your place. And, and that's why I had so many problems. Because <laughs> I just, I couldn't. I couldn't. I'm, I'm not one of those women. Mm-mm. With the job that I do, I work telephones all day long. So I actually am required by my job to back down. Um. Mm-hmm. I'd be fired. Because I'm, I'm supposed to keep the peace. Uh, yeah. Uh, it does translate over the training because I will at least let somebody um, talk it out. And then I'll say my piece. And I actually have, you know, hey, this is my time to talk. I let you do yours. This is mine. You know? And. From there, things you know may or may not go any better, but non-can fan comments. Um, you know, there's that that courteous bullshit that that we get taught. You know, let him speak or let them speak. Yeah, that just pisses me off too. I once had a man overtalk me on a date, and I got up and left. Good for you. Um, he the, the first time he did it, I, he, um, he, 
I, I let it slide the first time. But he did it again. He talked over mm-hmm. me. Um, and um, we had just ordered, and the waitress came back to get me a glass of water. You know, to, to give me a glass of water because I'd asked for it. I said, can, I said, can you cancel my meal? Because I won't be eating tonight. And she's like, <laughs> her eyes got a little wide. She said, okay. Okay. And so I put my napkin on the table. I stood up. I grabbed my purse. And I said, you can go fuck yourself. And I walked right out of the restaurant. <laughs> I, said, I called my daddy. I said, you need to come get me. And he's like, what's going on? You're on a date, right? I said, he doesn't listen to me when I talk. And he said, I'll be there in a few minutes, honey. <laughs> I was uh-huh. done. He came out of the restaurant to get me. Would you, would you come back in and eat? And I'm like, no, I am done. I have called my daddy. You don't want to be here when he gets here. And he went back in the uh-huh. restaurant. You know, I think one of the things I have to realize when I when I write is um, I write mainly the characters that that interest me because um, they've got backstories, which you know I do heartily agree with. The guys are far more filled in. Um, I wrote and adapted. Guinevere's backstory, but she was she showed up in only a handful of scenes in in the one I did where I I meshed the Harry Potter and the King Arthur universe. Um, Elizabeth in what my uh, in my um, close light of indifference and an uncomplicated choice. I wrote her in there. She's actually one of the, the characters who shows up a lot. But she really had no more depth than what um, than what the canon's character had, really. Um, I guess that is a failing because I don't really notice how much I don't write women. Me and Julie had this conversation, God, what, about a year yeah. ago? Because she had mentioned that mm-hmm. she didn't write female characters. And when she noticed, she was like, what? <laughs> it really kind of freaked her out. Yeah. And I talked about um, yeah. my shift into Harry Potter. Um, and it really was, mm-hmm. I mean, granted, it, it, it happened because of something I saw. I mean, I, I, I really had a, I mean, to joke about it, I had a psychologically damaging experience in the chat room, and um, I just couldn't. I couldn't for a very long time. I couldn't. Okay, and um, but I can't not write, and I just kind of shifted back to Harry Potter because I'd written it when I was very young, um, and I found some mm-hmm. old writing. It, it was kind of a happy accident, you know. It all came together, and I found some old writing, um, um, and I really, I mean, it, it was really nice um, writing what I wrote um it was kind of relieving and then I moved into that whole thing where I was writing um Bilbo as a girl because it pissed me off that there were no girls in the Hobbit (laughs) and it was just really fucking annoying yeah (laughs) um the the thing demand uh comments do you think it's because they don't know how to write female characters as fully fleshed out people yes in in a lot of ways I think that is the case um, 
a lot of a lot of the writers that that I've seen um, on you you get a show uh, that's writing or that's getting a award for the writing. Most of the writers are male. Okay. Which is why someone like Shonda yeah, Rhimes is so important. Yeah. It's um female care I really honestly I think the reason well, aside from the fact you can't exactly get away easily with never having a female character show up in a TV show. Um they're there for decoration. They're there to spice up the a storyline. They're not really there to to mature and flesh out and be interesting. You know, um, they're not going to get the tour de force that the men will get. And that's... It says something about the the, the men who who uh, put the shows together. That yes, they may have an ensemble cast, and it's you look at the ensemble cast, and it's you know a good chunk of it is female, and you look at them all, and you realize you replace any single one of you with a different character, and she'll do the exact goddamn same thing. Nothing changes. Yeah, nothing changes, and that's really depressing. I um I'm kind of tired of that quirky hacker character. <clears throat> the I'm tired of the quirky female character. Um I love Garcia. Mhm. But why did there have to be more than one of her? And there's Abby, there's um Nell on um NCIS uh, Los Angeles. Um, there's a quirky mm-hmm. hacker on New Orleans. There's a quirky hacker in the new MacGyver. Um, really? Because guys are supposed to be. <laughs> um, guys are supposed to be the strong and the the the, the mobile and the the. This is what they do, and and they are. Um, the goers and the doers. Now, the quirky hacker on New Orleans is a guy. And the quirky hacker on the new criminal minds that's um, international is a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not so much about male or female at this point. Is I'm just tired of that character. Really? You know, what? <laughs> Well, one of the first quirky hackers that we had in some ways was, um, it was another Michael Weatherly um, character. Uh, I, I can't remember the name of the show, but yeah, I oh, only. Um, 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 Dark Angel. <clears throat> yes. Okay. So he was a quirky, you know, character, and and 
he was a hacker and, and well, you know, I think it should have stopped with him, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Putting characters in um, dark comments, they want to appeal to the geek girl market and also make a character for geek guys to identify with. You know, I'm a, I, I qualify as a geek. I've got fandom stuff all over my house. I, I write fan fiction. I deeply adore my shows. I will go to comic cons as they come within my reach, but I'm not that. I'm not the person who will sit there and hack, you know, into something. Um, it's not my, it's not something that catches my attention. So I guess, um, I guess I don't qualify as the, the geek girl to, to them, you know. Um, I want intelligence. I want a character with more depth than, than, you know, the local mud puddle. I don't know if I'm tired of the, of the hot badass chick yet, but I'm, cause you know, I'm a real big fan of Aaron's son. <laughs> it's hard to get past, uh-huh. but I'm definitely over the quirky character. Aaron's son for all the fact that she was a badass and she was a badass right from the start. Her character in that first episode and her character in the last part of the, um, of that special they did, there are light years between those two women. They're the same person. They've got the same basic personality in some ways, but there is so much growth between the, the character who dropped down on John Crichton's shoulders and gave him the view to remember, thank you, Jesus, is what was going on in that man's head. <laughs> I got kidnapped by a hot alien. <laughs> Yay! Hot, hot damn, I won the lottery, she's hot. All right, but, you know, that that woman was not the same woman in a lot of ways who was sitting there at the side of the bed talking to the man that she loved and telling him that he needed to wake the fuck up. She needed him. They needed him. This is not what what he promised. And she could do it. You knew she could do it. She knew that she could raise their baby and make him into the strong man that, that you know, she knew um, John Crichton was, but she could do it better with him. And that's just one part of who Aaron, uh, Aaron's son was and is. Well, that speaks to her growth. In the, in the over the arc oh, yeah. of the series and and the miniseries that we got, Erin grew. She, she she outgrew her role as a peacekeeper and um, embraced her oh, yeah. her womanhood and and embraced this man and she embraced love, which was pretty much alien to their culture. 
I mean, she was raised in a commune, basically, and didn't even know which one her parents were until she was accidentally, or to, or until they saw her out, out of curiosity. Um, and to having this child and just opening herself up off of that, it was just, it was a really, really good Yeah, there was so much, yeah, there was so much that was going on with her, so many things that she learned over the course of those those years and and the 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 adventures they went on and she learned that there was more to life than you know firing her gun killing things and obeying orders you know and she found the way to make it work for her you know, and that's absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah, Dark asks, wait, female characters can involve? Do scriptwriters know that? Most of them don't. You know, most of them don't let actually, let's be honest, most men don't evolve either. You know? The Evolution, I think we got of Rodney McKay from the arrogant asshole who really wasn't admittedly all that brave to the guy at the very end who was all that and more, I think was despite the showrunners. You know, they managed to make it. It happened despite them, I think. Not because of them. I think it's a credit to David Hewlett that McKay grew. Yes. That he's just yeah. a really talented actor, and and he worked that in, and um. They seemed almost invested in keeping Shepard's character static, because you can see Flanagan mm-hmm. trying to move away from it, but then being drawn back in because of the script to act a certain way, to say a certain mm-hmm. thing. and um, But they gave David Hewlett a lot more freedom, probably because he was their um, their surrogate. And I know he was their surrogate mm-hmm. because he got the hot chick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, there's... When it comes to other shows and other characters who um, I don't know, they're they're most they seem to be mostly two dimensional. Very few characters actually seem to have much depth. You know, um, even in dramas, they they seem to have very few. Very little, um, very little to go on. You know, it's uh, um, the whole of NCIS has gotten shallower. They haven't gotten deeper as the years have gone by. 
it seems. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe I've gotten less tolerant of, of the bullshit, you know. But it would be nice if showrunners started um, courting women like they do men. What bothers me most about um, TV in general is just the the utter bullshit. Just just the utter bullshit attached to a woman. She's either, you know, she's a seductress or she's a bitch. A person doesn't really go into it. There's no person there. She's not allowed to be a person. That carries through right into right into real life, if you think about it. You know, um, women are told not to stick their heads up, not to do this, not to do that. And it's frustrating. It's super annoying. It's like sitting down next to a man on a fucking bench and he's taking up four seats because of his penis. I guess my my thing with... um With female characters and anything, it, structure them like you would want to be. If, if somebody was writing about you, structure structure your characters like you would want to be put in a story. Right? Other than, you know, to be put in where, you know, if I'm talking about myself, I'm tall, I'm heavy, I've got brown hair and I've got blue eyes and I've got a big mouth and I, I make big gestures and um, I also have a very foul mouth. Those are all very true things about me, and I'm not going to lie, but I'm also, for the most part, kind. I'm respectful. Um, I am knowledgeable. I will go out of my way to help someone. Um, I am competent at my job to the point where I actually am asked to um, train people when we get them on, you know, on the job you know, released from the official trainers, okay? All those things and more are things that I would far rather to have somebody know about me other than go find the big, tall, loudmouth lady with blue eyes and, and dark hair, and she makes big gestures, and, and you know, she, she'll, she'll point you to the right direction. I don't want that to be my descriptor. Yeah. I have a foul mouth. Um, you might have noticed. Recently, I um, um, I was uh, 
chastised by um, a stranger for saying the word fuck in public. I was I was pumping gas and I caught my fingernail in the pump in a little lever thing. Mm. Ouch! Really loud. And the man across from me, of course it was a man, pumping his gas on the other side of, of the pump, said, "Watch your mouth, young lady." I said, "Go fuck yourself, dude." <laughs> and and he peeked around the the pump and he said, "You've got a dirty mouth." I said, "You're a nosy motherfucker." Would you like to come over here and discuss it with me? He didn't say anything <laughs> else. Mhm. Huh? Because he doesn't he doesn't expect to be called out. I am a grown ass woman. Mhm. I have an utterly foul mouth when I get the chance. Um, on I'm any not given lie. day. On any given day, I'm only like five minutes away from evolving into a T-Rex. So, you know, people just need to watch watch themselves. He, he needs to check himself. <laughs> I have one of those jobs I can't actually um, use foul language. So various shades of, oh, dear, um, tend to... Um, stand in the place and a couple of oh that's just not right you know stuff like that because I will I will use oh hell I'll use euphemism sometimes to actually be get in the way of, of saying well that that shit sucks you know because I can't say that let me tell you a story about my mama I'm going to tell you uh, a story my mother Okay. Recently, um, you know, she bought a new vehicle last fall, um, and she decided she wanted right. to get her um, windows tinted because okay. it's hot, fuck down here, right? So she, right, <laughs> she goes and gets her windows tinted, and we're going down the road about a week and a half ago. Last that week, week before last Saturday, about two Saturday, not this last Saturday, but the Saturday before. Um, okay. This man um, cuts me off, and I whip around him, you know. Um, and mm-hmm. this woman, this woman rolls down her window and sticks her arm out and shoots him the bird. And I was like, Mama, <laughs> why have you rolled down your window? She said, Because I got the fucking windows tinted, and I can't communicate without rolling the window down. <laughs> Uh-huh. I said, well, don't let that get in the way of your communicating. Yeah. She rolled down her window. Mm-hmm. I like the utter destructiveness that a T-Rex is capable of. You know, I want to stomp on people. Be a brontosaurus, son. You'll get lots no, of people. No, I want to be a T-Rex. Oh, okay. Knock cars around and shit. Okay. Jeeps are your thing. Maybe break into a nuclear plant and turn into Godzilla. 
Godzilla. That's right. Be Carazilla. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the problem is, is you know, what would what would finally get you? I wonder. I know, chocolate or patriotism. Chocolate, one yeah. of the two. Okay. Which reminds me, I've got patriotism in my refrigerator. The Indominus <sighs> Rex seemed a little um, overkill. No, crazy. There was some insanity in that creature. It didn't have any rhyme or reason. Um, no. I'm particularly, but but the T Rex was smart. The T Rex was older, and she'd been, and at least from from what I understand from the, um, did I read the movie? No, I didn't read it. Um, she was she was actually old enough to know better, and and. Um, Honestly, if you're gonna be cushy, you might as well, you know. Hey, they feed you. You know, it's 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 fresh, it's juicy. It's you know, you don't have to hunt the damn thing. You know, all you have to do is show up on time and eat your snack and just go back to contemplating the cosmos. You know. Non-Cantan comments that. Um, What's the 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 uh, insane Rex was the cuddle, uh, was the Joker of the Dino world? Um, I think so. That that works about right. <laughs> you know, there was also um, Kelly Scanlon comments: Why are Monkey Mother experiment with large predators? What a great idea! Uh, yeah, I think so too. It just made all the sense in the world to me. Well, see, here's and, the thing. Um, um, here's the thing about Jurassic Park. Um, mm-hmm. and the reason um that I've always found it fascinating is that um, if we had that ability, we would totally do it. Mhm. Oh yeah. No, I mean, no, we would call the fuck out of dinosaurs if we could. If we had a, a genetic sample big enough that we could manipulate, we would we would fucking we'd be on it. Somebody totally somewhere, that. if I remember, if I remember correctly, is trying to clone a mammoth. Yeah. Okay, the big furry elephant-like thingy. They're doing their damage to bring that thing back. And admittedly, um, the mammoths. Uh, the last mammoth on the planet probably didn't die that long ago. Okay. Comparatively so, speaking. No, literally, like within the last couple, I think the last 2,000 years? Yeah, that, yeah. Not, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, it's, I think it's a, there's that line in Jurassic Park which is so utterly true no matter to this day. They were so busy trying to figure out if they could, they didn't try they didn't bother to figure out if they should. You know, and yes, I know I'm paraphrasing. But it's just because you can do it doesn't mean you always should do it. You know, the ethics of what you're doing needs to be considered. 
Look, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I'm entirely certain there is somebody on this planet who's actually already has or is in the process of cloning a human being. It's illegal, it's unethical, but you know someone's doing it. Um, As a species, we cannot be trusted with advanced science. (laughs) Um, I'm willing to bet there's the the human cloning already going on. There's also, unfortunately, and this is the one that that I got the biggest case of heebie-jeebies, the scientists who want to splice into um, um, embryos uh, either animal genes or or splice splice into animals, um, embryos' human genes and make them more human, okay? And that just got me all sorts of creeped. Um, you've got the designer animals, okay? Um, there's certain fish that shouldn't glow, okay? And yet, somebody spliced in the uh, gene to, to make fish glow, and there are fish out there who glow, okay? All because somebody wanted a pretty fish, you know, do I have a problem? Um, Kelly Scanning comments about uh, organ cloning. I don't have a problem with taking um, the cells from an organ, putting it in a scaffold type arrangement, and having it grown. That doesn't bother me. It bothers the fuck out of me to put it to put together a whole organism so you can harvest the organ. Okay. But growing a whole um, human being is a problem. Well, and yet, <laughs> designer, yeah, I, I learned the lessons of the eugenics wars. Hello, Star Trek. Thank you so much for giving me nightmares. Okay, but yeah, it's it's still the eugenics wars were a case of people wanting to make designer humans, and they did it, and it backfired. Right. Speaking of making some um, kind of somewhat real people, um, I picked up my cell phone because it was kind of vibrating, and um, I had a new message on Facebook. Apparently, they're making sex robots to replace men. Oh. Okay. I hate to say this, but that's probably a, convers- a better conversation uh, piece than some of the men that some people sleep with. I'm just saying okay. that, you know, um, would he do all the chores, too? <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, come on. I I managed to completely creep you right the fuck out with the the real dolls, and admittedly, I creep me out too. But I mean, if if I put clothes on him, I wouldn't have to use him for sex, but he could clean my house. <laughs> okay, if I have a Cherry Two Thousand or a Charlie Two Thousand, as the case may be, I want him to do more than sit there and look um, sweet and wonderful and and whatever. And he better not short out when he cleans something because you know the bubbles. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really totally on board with this whole um buy a robot, but I don't know why I would need him for sex when when he could be cleaning my house. I'm just saying. George <laughs> <laughs> Carlin had it right, Dirk. George comments, ladies, wouldn't you like a nice cock and balls without all the bullshit attached? Yeah, sometimes. 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 Uh-huh. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
Um, I read a really fun story <laughs> once where this girl, she bought um, a sex bot. Um, it was in the future. It was a futuristic fic, right? So mm-hmm. she orders a sex bot, and she orders just basic characteristics, you know, dark hair, you know, blue eyes. She doesn't pick out a face or anything, you know, traditionally handsome. And she plans him all out, and um, they said that they'll deliver him to her door. Well, the next day, a dude shows up at her door, and she thinks it's her sex bot. And she brings him in and has really freaky wild sex with him. And then about an hour after they get finished getting it on, um, she's wondering what she's going to do with her sex bot now that she's had sex with it. Didn't you know she's going to keep it in the closet or whatever. Her doorbell rings, and it's her sex bot. <laughs> and she bangs her new neighbor thinking he was the sex bot. It was hilarious. <laughs> and she said, I thought you were a sex bot. He said, I thought I was getting lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you totally did, you, know, dude. you totally did. Yes, you did. You know, I, you, know, you were I great. You were all bossy and shit. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> um, almost human. The one with with I can't remember his name. Carl Urban. Yes, and the the, um, the robot character was just an absolutely beautiful man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I understand why they went back to something that looked like a robot. <laughs> well, if you think about it, um, Michael Ely's character, um, Dorian, I think is who he is. He looks human. Well, and they had no human sex doll. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. He looks. Very, very human. And humans emphasize and um, we treat something that looks human as human, which is why there's a lot of work being done by the people who are trying to build uh, robots into making the robot's face look human. And... I don't know if I bother to call you behind that because I know plenty of people who treat humans, real humans, like shit. Okay. So eighty percent of eighty percent of humanity will will treat something that looks human as human, and the other twenty percent, if we shot them off into the sun, the planet wouldn't miss them. These are also the people you know? that treat their dog like they're human, like me. Yeah, I have cats for a reason. You know, my dog was running around the house that he was just running around like he was crazy. And I said, hey, stop running around like a crazy person. And he sat down. <laughs> yes, I called my dog a person. Um, I, also got when super, my kitten... I also got super attached to Wally, okay? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> When my oh. kitten gets all crazy and spazzo and everything, he gets loaded up into his uh, um, his full body harness that he has for a leash because he doesn't really like a cat carrier, and it acts like Kitty Prozac. It's great. He calms right down <laughs> and goes to sleep. It's wonderful. Really? It beats the hell out of him. Yes, it's ridiculous. 
And the only reason he gets loaded into that thing is I don't really need him leaping from three feet away from the couch over the back of the couch to see if he can hit the empty space on the other side of the couch. And then going and running up to his cat perch, running back down and doing it again. And doing that until I'm sick of it. And I just grab him and then he gives me this look of, what, Mom? So, yeah. Ridiculous. Okay, so what Barbara we've got, just had the funniest thing. She said, My daughter just sent me a picture of her dog laying on the desk next to her instead of in his chair. In his chair. Yeah. I've met both of her grand dogs. I'm Honestly. just saying that um she emphasized oh. the desk part and I'm emphasizing that the dog has his own chair. His, his name is Fra- his Franco. He's a little dictator. Okay, <laughs> there's a reason. There's a reason that dog's named that. <laughs> oh. oh. Anyways. Whew. Sorry, mm-hmm. dudes. I, I know that's super contagious. By the way, mm-hmm. if you didn't yawn with me or yawn after me, you're a sociopath. Just to let you know. Um, I'm, because I'm apparently not. Not yawning um, when someone else yawns is a sign of um, social pathology, apparently. My mama told me, so that's, it, it must be true. Um. Damn it, it didn't work. <laughs> Ooh, shut up. Oh, God. <sighs> oh, anyways, you guys, have a good evening, and I'll talk to you later. Say good night. Bye-bye. Good night.